We have Artie on the line. Hello, Artie. You're on Something Stinks. What's stinky with you? Nothing, Mr. Canterville. I'm adopted and recently found out I have a twin brother. Did you find that out on your own? I did. I'm no detective like you, but you'd be proud of me. I've learned a lot about private investigating watching your show. You have? I mean, you have? Well, thank you, sir. I take that as quite the compliment. So, have you met with your twin yet? That's the thing. I want to surprise him by showing up at his door on his birthday. What a clever idea. I have a feeling your twin will be delighted to find out he has a brother like you. You sound like a resourceful, intelligent, and capable person. So, what mystery can I help you solve? Well, how can I find out when his birthday is? You're in over your head. Thanks for calling. That wraps up this week's program. This is Quinn Canterville saying, If you smell something fishy, think of me. And good night. My name is Quinn Canterville. I was a high school film studies teacher. Somebody thought that qualified me to be a private eye. All right, so that somebody was me. Shoot me for being hopeful. I host this public access TV show for exposure to get clients. Someday, I hope a big case calls in and plucks me from obscurity, where everyone looks up to me, where I make the big leagues and finally be respected by my peers as somebody. We're still on the air, Quinn. And good night. That's a wrap, everyone. Good show, Quinn. Thank God these half-hour shows are only humiliating for 30 minutes at a time. After taping, I stopped at Raffaelli's Yummy Donuts shop on the way back to the office. He had called. Seems someone's been stealing donuts every week. Said it was costing him plenty of dough. He meant that literally. He's from Italy and doesn't know slang. Yes, poof, gone, just like that. They walk out of the store. I don't really believe that's what they do. Grow tiny little legs and walk out? How would they reach the doorknob? Door rises. That does make sense. And it's just the two of you here, hmm? Anyone else? There's Freddy. Luigi! Shush, Marie! Ah, what does Freddy do here? He stays to himself a lot. Luigi! Shush, Marie! He no like people around him. Marie, tell the man. Sometimes we find Freddy playing with the dead birds. Signore Canteville! Shush, Marie! It sounds like we may have found our suspect. Not the Freddy. He innocent. Look at him lying on a windowsill, licking himself. <laughs> Well, maybe not the best idea to stare directly at him. Luigi, why don't we just tell the man, or what do we think who done it? Marie, she thinks he's a... What do you call him, Marie? He's a poltergeist. Poltergeist? Baffa mia piccolo. You ask me, I say he's a not a poltergeist. He's a ghost. A ghost? <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spontaneously burst out laughing in your faces. But you just did. Uh, I was watching a Two Broke Girls episode on Antenna TV last night, and I just got one of the jokes. Okay, but still, it'll make you laugh. So, uh, a poltergeist, you say? Quinn, I don't believe it. Imagine bumping into you. I haven't seen you in, what, five, six years? Well, look what the cat dragged in. Is that your old-timey way of saying hello? I mean, behind you, that's Freddy. <coughs> Yuck. I don't think that is or ever was a donut. I warn you not to set them off. I clean it up. So, Eric, of all the donut joints in all the towns in all the world, what makes you walk into this one? That tart behind the counter. Eric, shush! These fine people are my clients. Besides, Marie is a married woman. That's no way to talk. I'm talking about the Linzer tart. They have the best here. So, you still got that show? Uh, what was the name of it? Oh, yes. Something Stinks with Quinn Canterville. Actually, it's Something Stinks with Quinn Canterville.
There's a pause. No, that sounded exactly the same to me. Just as good as any of your show titles, Mr. Big Shot TV reality producer. Ah, so you're a fan. I watch them to fall asleep. Wild Amish buggy police chases? Are you kidding me? Seeing a police car bolt after a horse and buggy at a hot, pounding nine miles an hour? When the horse refuses to budge and Jebediah leaps out and makes a run for it, the foot chases faster. We never get complaints. How can you? By then your viewers have fallen asleep. The only other people who'd complain are Amish. They don't even have TVs, so they'd never see your show, let alone complain about it. I know. It's genius, right? Oh, as if. What about bungled, bizarre, butt-dialing blunders, where you capitalize on numbskulls who haven't mastered the basic skill of how not to sit on their phones? Next, I suspect you'll produce world's wildest, wackiest colonoscopies. What's that you're doing? Writing that last one down. Not bad. Actually, I'm working on a new series. We follow ghost hunters on a case. We're calling it Great Garish Ghoulish Ghost Grabbers. So how's things? Still working in the fast-paced, high-stakes world of intrigue? Running background checks? I'll have you know these days I investigate bigger fish than that, believe me. Oh, and this donut shop is your client? Let me guess. You're working on the case of diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. I'm working on something big here. Real big. It involves, um, uh, a poltergeist. <laughs> You're right. It's a poltergeist. Boy, was I wrong. Tell me more. Uh, from my preliminary investigation, I've deduced a poltergeist has been unleashed here. As crazy as it sounds, it's the only possible explanation. <gasps> Madonna mia. Doesn't sound crazy at all. How bad is it? Oh, bad. Uh, real bad. Um, if, if I said uh, level three bad, would that mean anything? As a matter of fact, yes. Eric, it's level three bad. <laughs> it might even be worse than that. Is there a level four? Mamma mia, level four. <laughs> no, level three and a half? I never heard of that either. Because that's how rare a case this is. So, Mr. and Mrs. Raffaelli, then this is true? <laughs> a rather demonic cat may be involved. I realized I had to do the right thing and fix the situation I created. I decided to fake a haunting. I'll show that Eric I'm no failure, that gloating twit. Later that night, I called in my investigative team. First, the Rico to my Elliot Ness, the Mr. Spock to my Captain Kirk, the Sophia to my Dorothy, my tech geek, Sylvie Barrows. You know, I'm standing right here. I don't think this is the right way to go about this, Quinn. There is no right way or wrong way. This is just a highly satisfying version of the right way by using the wrong way. I can find out who's been taking their donuts, and when I do, relish in delight, humbling Eric when he sees me succeed in an unparalleled investigate defeat beyond his comprehension. I didn't know you felt that much animosity toward him. Oh, I don't. I have high regard for Eric. I just want to rub his face in my success like the bad doggy he is. God, so then you're not doing it for all the wrong reasons. Okay, so I installed the hidden cameras over here and in that corner. They use thermal imaging technology, so they'll capture whatever happens in the shop tonight. Good work. And what high-tech do you have for Nick here? He's going to be our ghost. I'm thinking computer-generated imagery, laser-projected mapping, creating the illusion of a three-dimensional paranormal creature. What have you got? I brought a bed sheet. I'll cut a couple of eye holes in it. So I can breathe. Mmm. 1,000 thread count, 100% Egyptian cotton. I work hard, play hard, but I draw the line at sleeping hard. That's a queen-size sheet. Nick's what? 5'4"? You could have just brought a pillowcase. 
It's not good enough. We need something that makes him look like a ghoulish fiend. No problem. I brought my official Movie Monsters makeup kit. I can go from looking like Timothy Chalamet to Tommy Lee Jones in under two minutes. How about we just do white face grease paint, big round black circles around your eyes, wild spike green hair and rotten teeth. You know, like Beetlejuice. It won't be as scary as Tommy Lee Jones, but you're the boss. Right then, it's midnight now. In three hours, float around a bit in front of the cameras and let them see you taking a few donuts. Then slip out back. We'll be waiting in the car. Anything else? One jelly. Can I get a Boston cream? You know, that's the official donut of Massachusetts. I did not know that, but it makes sense. Me, I'll take a bear claw. I love puffy pastry that looks like bear toes with cute little toenails made of almond slivers. Are we done delivering donut dissertations? Okay. Quinn, Quinn, what, what? It's showtime. You're as repulsive as the movie character. Thank you. We hunkered down in a stakeout. Me and Sylvia in the car, Nick fit in a small cabinet under the sink. A stakeout is hours of boredom, hoping it ends with a bang, like a first date. A little later, I checked in with Nick. Grandma to Little Red Riding Hood, come in. Grandma to Little Red Riding Hood, come in. Little Red Riding Hood here. I read you, Grandma. Nothing to report here except for a strange animal, which, depending on your definition, may or may not be a cat. Wait a sec, I hear someone. Shh. All right, the father, the kitchen is where the ghost is. You want I stay here? Because if there's a problem me being here, I can go. The battle is in the hands of a higher power now, my son. You go home, the Lord will provide. Okay, but you know, if you need me, I'm here for you. Grandma, this is Little Red Riding Hood. Put your big ears on and listen. I think the big bad wolf is in the house. Repeat, the big bad wolf is in the house. It's our opportunity to catch the burglar red-handed. Can you make out who it is? It's too dark to see. When it gets close, jump him. We're right outside the back door. I sprinkle holy water to cleanse and sanctify this place from evil in the name of holy moly. What is that? Gotcha. It's Beetlejuice. As repulsive as his movie character. Ah, my heart. Father? Oh my God. But stealing donuts? Really? Oh, not going to talk, huh? Maybe you're right. I always feel like I got to explain myself. But you're saying we don't owe anyone explanations, huh? That we got our reasons and don't need no one to tell us that's okay. Kind of goes against the point you telling me that's okay. Yet, life is filled with ironic moments like these. But I gotcha. You're saying don't judge others. Of course, you'd say that. You're a dirty donut thief. This is Josh Hastings reporting. The priest, Father Francis O'Brien, who practices priestry at Our Lady of Perpetual Guilt, was called in to exercise the ghost at the donut shop and is recuperating at Mercy Hospital, where he's expected to make a full recovery. Earlier, this reporter spoke with Father O'Brien about his terrifying moments battling the ghastly apparition. Father O'Brien, can you tell us what you recall about your encounter with the ghoulish phenomena before you lost consciousness? I, uh, and then he... <laughs> it appears the good father's experiencing the sacrament of concussion. And the Vatican has called on believers around the world to stop at noon Italian time to come together and pray a Rivaderci trauma. Back to you, Dan. How do you like that, priest? We rush him to the hospital and save his butt, and he thanks us by saying all those awful things about us on TV. He'd still be nice and quiet in a coma if you had let me do the Tommy Lee Jones makeup. That idiot donut maker should have told us he had a priest coming in to perform an exorcism. That's the problem. No coordination. You can't have two cooks in the kitchen. I don't know about that. 
When I was a kid, my entire family went to my grandma's for Sunday dinners, and we'd all pile up the whole day in the kitchen. Everyone was a cook. We're Italian. I was the only kid back then. There was no one else there my size to talk to, except for grandma. Oh, the things she'd say to me. Oh, you got sweet memories of things your grandma said. Like what? I don't know. I never understood Italian. It's like a foreign language to me. Quinn, call Raffaele and explain he needs to coordinate with you. Right. I'll call and explain. Good. I'll explain we got a surefire way to catch the ghost. What? Then you better be prepared to explain it to the College of Cardinals, too, because there's a mob of priests from the Archdiocese outside Raffaele's right now. Look at the news. What are all those priests doing there? Maybe they're glazed and confused. What? You do not like that joke? You better do something. What can I do? You tried getting him to stop making those awful jokes. I'm talking about that mob of priests. Oh, right. Something this big requires massive action. Don't be scotty more than you can chew. I'm gonna hit him on his head. Hey, don't not be mean. Not his head. Why don't you hit him where he'll actually feel it? Hey, that's even crawler. About 70 priests have assembled here outside Raffaele's. They're performing rites of exorcism. Holy water is flying everywhere. Let me see if I can speak to one of them. Excuse me. Excuse me, Father? Yes! Not everyone, just you. Could you step over here, please? Thank you. Just be careful where it's wet. I think I broke my ankle! Um, may I speak with... How about you then, Father? Okay! No, 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 just you. Aww. If I could ask you a question, please. You've come here in a show of support for Father O'Brien and to finish the exorcism he started last night with this many priests all focusing expelling any spirits, such as there may be, from these premises, what timeline do you estimate to accomplish a full and complete exorcism of the poltergeist? Hey, sono in television! Diri ciao, la mia famiglia, Casa Lucio! Ciao, famiglia! Sono io, Giovanni! He says it might be a matter of hours, or weeks. All we can do now is wait and pray. This is Josh Hastings. Back to you, Dan. Wait! The Mala priest is giving way to, it appears to be, two people carrying a third person on their shoulders. It's difficult to make them out in this noonday sun because they're wearing stark white with gold lame. They're shining right in my eyes. Now all the priests are prostrating themselves on the ground in a desperate attempt to shield their eyes. They're coming this way. I can tell because the glow is intensifying. They're gleaming brighter and brighter. Oh, the luminosity! I'll see if I can get a word with them. Excuse me. Excuse me. How you doing? I estimate a round of introductions would be most imprudent at this juncture. I'm Padre Pinta, that's Sister Nina, and this guy we're carrying here on our shoulders who looks just like Gandalf, he's Padre Santa Maria. We're here as special anvils, just like at the Nativity when the tree wise guy showed up. So you've come to make an official proclamation. Let's go with that, yes. And you're weighing in on the priests here performing an exorcism. Hey, if the shoe fits. Then you are indeed emissaries direct from the Pope. Direct? Hey, I grew up with his picture hanging in my living room. Excuse me, Padre Pinta. Santa Maria would like to say a few words. Breaking news, Dan. We have a Padre Santa Maria from the Vatican who's arrived here at Raffaele's Yummy Donuts to announce the official position on this phenomena. Go ahead, please. Joe DiMaggio, Phil Rizzuto, uh, Yogi Berra. Okay, priest, that's the official word. Show's over. Go home, relax, knock back a few. Wait, weren't those old baseball... Make way, coming true. Hey, that better be just holy water you're flinging there, brother. The plan worked. They swallowed the bait. 
Now all we had to do was wait until the priests left. Breaking news, Dan. A large group of Native Americans have arrived at Raffaelli's and are counter-protesting the mob of priests who just moments ago declared the entire shopping center a portal to purgatory. If you're not gonna buy a donut, donut block at the door. Mr. Raffaelli, I represent the Coxsackie Nation. I have an injunction against you. You keep your junk away from against me. It's a court order, Mr. Raffaelli, stopping you from proceeding with any further evictions of the supernatural kind. What do you talk? The ghosties are ruining my business. Do something, boss. Right. Let me handle this. You can speak English now? Uh, uh, it's a miracle. I've been given the gift of speaking English so I can communicate with you. Oh. Hear me. Bring me your tribal leader. That would be me. How do you do? I'm Padre Santa Maria, and you are... My name is Atahalne. That's quite an interesting name. I don't believe I've heard it before. What does it He who interrupts. Mr. Atahalne. Call me Claude. Claude, you have a... Yes. Claude, you have... Yes. Claude, you have a concern on behalf of the Coxsackie Nation? Whew. Yes. This area was once land where my people, the Coxsackie, held sacred death ceremonies to help our ancestors with their journey in the spirit world. So my question for you would be, was this area ever land on which the Coxsackie held ceremonies? Yes. This area was once land where my people, the Coxsackie, held sacred death ceremonies to help our ancestors with their journey in the spirit world. Now, I think I heard this somewhere, that the Coxsackie held sacred ceremonies on this land. Is that so? Yes. The Coxsackie held sacred death ceremonies to help our ancestors with their journey in the spirit world. Now I have another question. Supposing a Coxsackie wanted to help their ancestors with their journey in the spirit world, would they hold a particular kind of ceremony? Yes, they would hold a Coxsackie death ceremony. I believe that would fall under death ceremonies of the Coxsackie, is that right? Padre, we merely want to investigate to see if the spirit emanation is that of our ancient leader, Chief Ohikatanga. And if it is? And that means these priests disrupted his journey and we'll have to do the whole ceremony all over again. Do you realize the amount of planning that takes? People's vacation schedules have to be taken into account. And you voided our 100% ritual satisfaction guarantee. Basta! Enough! I demand that the priests expel the demon ghoster now! You do that and I'll have you thrown in jail! And sue you for 100 million dollars! You cocksucky! I'm uh, gonna counter a sue! I couldn't see it before, but now, wow, your plan really does rub Eric Kessler's nose in it, doesn't it? I got an idea, Quinn. Quinn? Canterville? The private... The guy from Something Stinks? Hey, everyone, it's Quinn Canterville. Uh, where? I love his show. So do we! You do? It's fascinating. From this angle just now, I could actually see a head get bigger. Look out the window, Quinn. You gotta see this. The priest joined the Coxsackie in a dance circle. It's a beautiful thing seeing people of different beliefs coming together. They're coming together over their common enemy. Yeah, they look pretty angry. I'd hate to be the sucker they're mad at. Look, they're burning a dummy. That looks like you, Quinn. That's what I meant. Luigi, how long are we gonna be trapped in here? Don't worry, Marie. Signore Quinn, here think of something. Right, Signore Quinn? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. All we need is to appease the Coxsackie and stop the pre-sexism, get everyone to drop their lawsuits, and save Raffaelli's from going bankrupt. So much rubbing. Eric's nose must be down to a raw, bloody stump by now. Is that Coxsackie waving that feather a good dancer or what? Back away from the window. But watching them is giving me an idea. One more reason to back away from the window. 
Get this, I'll be that dead guy, Chief Opie Kenobi, and talk him into forgetting about it. Oh yeah, because your ruses work out so well. Hold on. Let me enjoy the idea of Nick being dead a little longer. You see, Sylvie? Quinn likes my idea. Oh, what's the use? I'm just going to have to fess up to my deceit. Signore, signora, there's something I need to tell you. Signore Quinn, there's a something I need to say first. I knew it. He's a Freddy, isn't it? Don't talk about Freddy like that. No wonder he stared at you like a rat. Signore Quinn, he's a ghost. He come to punish us because of a terrible sin. Mamma mia, still about when I no go to church and went to a soccer game and I said, it was a one time, it was the World Cup. No, Luigi, no was it that. Was it because when I gambled a house of payment, I won, I tripled the money. No, that time actually worked out kind of nice. Okay, you got me, Marie. I confess, my mustache, she is a fake. I take it off. Okay, that was weird. There, you are happy now. No, isn't not that either. We're gonna have to talk later. Signore Quinn, can I uh, speak to you in private? Certainly. Uh, step over here by your jelly injector. We lost a lot of donuts learning how to use uh, that thing. Be careful. That the machine is a uh, nasty. Stainless steel nozzles with piston thrusters delivering compressed jelly jabs with intense pneumatic force? What kind of twisted mind dreams up something that diabolical? Oh, if a donut could talk, they'd scream, Help me! I was violently penetrated and now I'm being fried alive! Ah! Maybe I crossed a line. What did you want to tell me? Signora Queen, I've been taking a summer donuts to give it to the church's super kitchen. You did what? Luigi, he not to know this. What do you think he'd say if he found out? He'd say, buffer me a piccolo. Now I remember. That's one of the things my grandma was always saying to me. You were afraid he'd go Coco and so you Nutella? Sorry, couldn't resist the pun. What pun? Never mind, go on. What made you do that? I do it for pants. You do it for pants? That doesn't even make sense. She said penance, Quinn. She's saying she steals donuts as an act of penance. That's even stranger. You're making up for a misdeed? Yes. One night, while Luigi was at work, I watched dirty dancing, and I have impure thoughts about Patrick Swayze. You mean Patrick Swayze? No, Patrick Swayze. You know, when Patrick Swayze, he's a hipster like a this way, and a like a that way. Please, stop! Gyrating. And now the poltergeist he's come to torment me. There, there. Thank you, Signor Quinn. So what was it you gonna tell us? Uh, 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 so you've been taking the donuts, hmm? Oh, Signore, how can I explain it to Luigi? You may not need to. I have an idea. Can you keep a secret? Oh, I am uh, the best keeper of the secrets. You gave up the one about your Patrick Swayze Mambo sex fantasy right quick. Very well. Look, you keep mum about taking the donuts and about dirty dancing. And I'll arrange with your husband to keep donating donuts to the soup kitchen as penance. And what about the ghost? What ghost? Oh, yes. Th this will please the ghost and he will never bother you again. Luigi! Signore Quinn is gonna please the ghost! Have some dignity, Quinn. You don't have to resort to that. Can't you just shut the f*** up? Now I remember the other thing Grandma used to say to me. May I have that paper and pen, please, Signore? Thank you. Now, let's see. Dear Mr. Atahone, Coxsackie Nation, and the Archdiocese. And ah, gather round, boys and girls. Here's what we're going to do. Nick, do you still fancy taking on the role of a dead man? Oh boy, do I. Then you can be the one who runs out to that bloodthirsty crowd. Hand them this letter. Oh, and uh, Signora Raffaele, take your wife out dancing. Nobody puts Marie in the corner. I worked it out that Raffaele would appease the ghost by donating donuts to the church's soup kitchen program on a weekly basis. Marie got to keep her guilty pleasure a secret. The 
priests were happy with the donation offer and scurried off into their rectories. <laughs> I don't know why that word makes me laugh. The Coxsackies got to preserve the sanctity of Chief Ohikatanga and drop their lawsuit. Sanctity. <laughs> That's another word that makes me laugh. I promised Sylvia I'd never fake anything like this again. Everything turned out well in the end. Uh, except for one thing. Hello, you're on Something Stinks with Quinn Canterville. What's stinky with you? Oh, Mr. Canterville, my name is Judith. I've been married for nine years, and everything's always been wonderful between me and my husband. That's good news. We don't often hear stories of successful... But I think he's having an affair! <laughs> well, that crashing flames faster than the Hindenburg. Go on. For the last two weeks, he's been spending a lot of time in the garage. Sometimes after I've gone to sleep at night, sometimes he gets up before me and goes there, and he got up early today and went straight to the garage. He's probably calling her right now. Before jumping to any conclusions, you need to ask him directly, without accusing him of anything because you don't want to escalate the situation and turn it ugly, calmly, yet in no uncertain terms, for a point-blank answer explaining what he's up to in the garage. You're right. Okay, okay. That's what I'll do. Mr. Canneville, hold on. Roger's coming in now. Well, I really can't. Remember, calmly. Okay. You creep! What the hell are you up to in the garage? Don't think I don't know what you've been sneaking off there for the last two weeks. You're having an affair, aren't you? You go there to call her, don't you? You're planning to get rid of me? You'll never get away with it. What's that you're putting at me? Oh no! Oh my god! Judith! Someone call the police! Hurry! You made this for me? Oh, Roger, it's the best birthday gift I ever got. I love you so much. I love you too, baby. With all my heart. I love you more. I'm so sorry I made you worry. Well, when you disappeared this morning, on my birthday of all days, I guess I just didn't know what to think anymore. Let's not think. Oh, Roger. Oh, baby. Oh, God. Oh. Well, it seems Judith's problem is being consummated by Roger. We have time for one more call. Hello, you're on Something Stinks with Quinn Canterville. Hello, Signori Quinn. Signori Raffaelli, come va? Molto bene, grazie. I just want to thank you again. Marie, she's so happy now we mumble all the time. The ghost, he no come back no more. Was a more, sales are up 500% because of all the publicity. And the best part? Without a mustache, Marie say I look like a Jeff Goldblum. Not to the hipster grandpa Jeff Goldblum, the hotter Jeff Goldblum from a Jurassic Park. But Freddy's still a weirdo. Minga, I forgot the cat. He's a watcher you show. Well, it's certainly wonderful hearing such good news from you, my friend. I gotta go. Marie is saying something about Gary or Watermelon. And that's today's show. I'm Quinn Canterville, and remember, if you smell a rat, think of me. And be sure to call Something Stinks. And good night. And that's a wrap, everyone. Good to see you're giving the show a chance, Quinn. A shotgun would be quicker, but it's a more painful way to go. Oh, there's a call for you. Been holding for a while. Line one. Oh? Thank you, Dave. I suppose I'll see you Monday when we have to go through this ordeal all over again. Okay. Most people just say, Have a great weekend, Dave. Um. Hello? Canterville here. Quinn. Eric. You're all over the news. That was a hell of a job you did at Ravielli's. Congratulations. Eric, you seem to have had some doubts about me and my abilities, hmm? Well, now you can see for yourself what I'm capable of. There's just that little matter of getting the Vatican's legal department off my back. Those little buggers really live up to that Inquisitor's reputation. 
But yes, you have to finally admit, when it comes to private investigators, there aren't too many of my caliber. Come on, admit it. I agree. There's no use denying it. It's well documented on the news and... Oh, well, good. I'm glad you're man enough to say so. That's why I want you to star my new reality show I was telling you about, Great Garish Ghoulish Ghost Grabbers. There's a little town in Maine that's reporting locals disappearing. They think a ghost is responsible. We'll film you chasing down that ghost. Oh, thanks, but... All expenses covered. Plus, we'll pay you $50,000. That's extremely tempting, but you see, I promise... And when you catch that ghost, and I have full faith and confidence you will, after all, you're the great Quinn Canterville who solved the case of Chief Ohikatanga. There's a million-dollar reward. Is the name Great Garish Ghoulish Ghost Grabbers carved in stone? If you like what you're listening to, or even if you don't, help us get the word out. Subscribe, give us a five-star review, share us with your friends. They'll love you even more for it. Besides, we love being shared. It's kind of kinky. Canterville's Ghost was created and written by Jack West, starring Jack West and Karen Carano. A Razzmatazz Radio Theater production, available wherever you get your Razzmatazzed.